So you want to do research. Um, on Blackboard you can find a document called the five questions chart and there's an English and a Dutch version and this document um, prepares you for a general humanities approach to, to doing research. And I'll introduce that approach now um, that you can use for your assignments uh, in this course but also for other courses um, especially for the humanities courses and research in humanities but also in other fields um, consists of a tension between what you already know or we as a um, community as a research community already know and what you want to know what is unknown um, therefore research is based on the assumption that gaining knowledge um, is a part but not a linear part um, questions may be reformulated um, as soon as you start learning about your your topic and the same is true with the goals of your research um, the selection of literature for instance and maybe best to start out with the idea of analysis Analysis is basically taking something apart and studying the parts and their relations. To do this correctly you need a certain procedure and not only a procedure but you also have to make sure that the steps you take can be retraced by the people reading your article or watching your clip where you present your research. These steps um, have an order but this is not strictly, strictly linear. Um, for instance, here you see uh, the order of, of research steps but you may want to reformulate your question um, to better suit your uh, the, the data that you've been able to gather um, but it also um, you might also start out with a certain method in mind um, while discovering later on that a slightly different method is uh, is better suited for your case material or for your new question, etc. So there's a procedure, but not a strictly linear one. And our five questions document um, puts, puts the research question in a central position when thinking about your case study. A research question um, and 
five elements that revolve around it. Changes in each of those elements lead to changes in your research question and sometimes also lead to changes in one of the four other elements. We will now look at uh, each element separately and we'll start by um, discussing uh, the difference between a phenomenon and a case. A phenomenon is not your case or case material but is more of an, an abstract theme, something that um, occurs in society. For instance, uh, the way uh, reality TV shows portray lower class people. That's a phenomenon, lower class people on reality shows. A case is then a specific example uh, or a specific instance of this phenomenon. For instance, uh, my big fat gypsy bedding, um, the Jerry Springer show, other programs are cases that you can use to study a more abstract phenomenon. There has to be a reason to um, to study your case and this reason is what we call the motivational relevance. Um, why do you want to study this phenomenon and this case? And it's not, not supposed to be personal um, it's not your your motivation but it's it's the relevance to a wider audience um, for instance a phenomenon um, like um, reality and lower class uh, people and their representation in, in um, reality programs have implications for policy making um, or for how social classes interact in a society and especially in a democratic society how does this work those are motivations that um, that are relevant to a larger audience the next step is that you want to think about how you um, want to obtain and interpret data because this is never a neutral or, or objective how do you get a, a interpret data um, it always depends on what you think is important um, or what is not um, what you think is the best theoretical approach um, with um, theories that, that help you understand um, your case material, um, the specific method that you use. Um, for instance, when doing a narrative analysis, you look at a text and its settings and characters. If you would study the same text with a different approach, a rhetorical approach, for instance, um, you would uh, follow a slightly different course and would also come to slightly different conclusions. So this 
this this uh, it's extremely important to discuss the method you are using to analyze your material. You formulate several questions about what it is that you want to know about your phenomenon um, and about your case. And all these questions can then be reworked into one central research question. Um, but bear in mind that, that this exact question is always subject to change and until the last end, until you present your your findings. But the central question is always based on, on several questions that you asked before. And then you also need theories to explain or to interpret what you found in your, uh, in your case and in your research. This is just like your method, this is not neutral. Um, the theories you select or the concepts that you use, they steer your interpretation of data in a certain direction. Um, let's say you want to study the Jerry Springer show. Um, it matters whether you, you take gender as a concept or social class as a central concept and theories that accompany it or ethnicity. Um, all these concepts um, lead to a, a different conclusion and a different presentation of, um, of your case material. Just one more thing with theories. In the articles you will encounter uh, multiple concepts and multiple theories and we will be discussing them in the upcoming weeks. Um, for now it's good to know that for your own uh, research design you um, need to select uh, a limited amount of, of theories and literature. The same applies to uh, methods. Um, the methods that we will encounter in this course also vary um, between weeks and sometimes even within one week or even within one article. Um, for your own research and for your own assignment, you only need to use one method.